Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. And today we're talking about the world of bikes, bicycles, I, but not just normal bicycles. These are bicycles used in business. And I'm so excited to have on the podcast today, Ferris Bashnak, who's the CEO of Furla Bikes, and Katie O'Keefe, who runs all sales and marketing. Guys, thanks for making time to jump on the podcast. Hey, Justin. Thank, thank you, you so much. Heck yeah. Thank you, I love this. I have never interviewed an entrepreneur that is in the vending bike business, and I can't wait to learn all about it today. So let's start with this. So, Ferris, what I'd love to do is talk about this business and how you decided to launch Furla Bikes. Thank you, Justin, for this question. Um, yeah, that's correct. We we created vending bicycles. They hit pretty um, different, and you know, from from just a regular bicycle. So you could imagine uh, we created a three wheel tricycle. Uh, that's the right wo- word of um, describing um, our concept. And we put an espresso machine right on top, and <laughs> <laughs> people can roll uh, and be mobile rather than brick and mortar location. So um, the idea was creating this concept is very, very simple. Uh, in the past five years, uh, here specifically in California, but I could imagine in uh, every other state, uh, their rent uh, increase dramatically. Uh, so for example, owning a coffee shop, it could cost uh, at least uh, $200,000 just to open. And this is just for uh, allocation itself. Then you have to consider equipment, licensing, and so on. So for just a regular um, entrepreneur at the beginning of his career, at the beginning of his stage, it's really, it's almost impossible just to to jump to the brick and mortar location. Sure. Uh, that's, that's how the idea came um, to bring something affordable uh, so people can start to try the business, to try the concept, to actually um, jump into the coffee industry or, uh, or ice cream industry, for example. So, yeah, the idea was uh, to create something affordable, unique, and great looking, something new uh, that market is always looking for. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I was checking out your product. You've got the most sustainable coffee bike in the world. You've got the most standout ice cream bike in the world. And I think the designs are so incredible. How did you decide this is going to be the space that you personally dive into? Well, uh, this is in the uh, to make it something sustainable. That was the main factor for us. Uh, I mean, in Los Angeles, again, uh, where we actually operate, um, we we have so many food trucks. We have so many cars. We have sure. so many uh, pollution going on. So you know, everyone is trying to uh, right now. Every company is trying to make something green. Um, if we talk about Tesla, that's a good example uh, to bring. Uh, so yeah, for us it was the same. We tried to make it uh, eco friendly concept, uh, but at, at the same time. You know, it's as I, as I said, it's it's affordable for everyone. Sure. So no, it's that's, it's really interesting. I mean, it gives an individual entrepreneur access to you know a market, a moving market, if you want to call it that. So, Katie, talk about you know from a, a sales and marketing perspective, you're trying to build this brand and grow this business. Like, who is your target 
entrepreneur? And then how do you grow the business um, and then scale it? Yeah. So our target entrepreneur, kind of our, if you actually were to use the word customer profile, sure. <laughs> kind of the person we really have in mind is somebody, you know, not necessarily young, but younger who still has, um, you know, that interest and motivation in starting a business, but hasn't quite had time to acquire the capital either by themselves or through investors, or maybe just doesn't want to borrow capital to start their own business because they don't want to pay it back. Or, you know, there's several different reasons that you could have for um, not having proper capital or resources. But simply put, they have this dream in mind of creating their own restaurant, or it could even be a boutique. Obviously, more of our bikes are geared towards people in the restaurant industry. Um, obviously going into the restaurant industry is very expensive and the, the success rate of first year businesses or, um, people in the restaurant industry is very low. It's close to, um, close to an 80% failure rate. And yeah, it's, it's really tough. So a lot of people who have this dream don't necessarily want to, uh, you know, go, go for it because, the investment is huge and the risks are huge as well. So it's kind of high risk. I guess you could say high risk, high reward, but the high reward isn't always there because even if you succeed in the first year, going into the second, the third and the fourth and the fifth year, you know, once you're beyond that, it could even be tough to be in the restaurant industry with lower margins, lower, you know, just, it's a very, absolutely to break into yeah, and high, we're kind high of, capital, right? High capital. Risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're kind of trying to break that barrier and we're working with people who want to basically have this or have this dream of starting their own business and want to start their own business but don't have the means to do it. And that's our target market pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I love the design of these bikes. I mean, this isn't your everyday bike, right? So, how did you guys figure out, you know, okay, got it. I want to solve this problem of providing a low cost opportunity for entrepreneurs to go out and sell product on the streets of LA or whatnot. And so therefore now I need something to carry product. So how did you figure out, you know, a design for a bike, find production, et cetera? I'm actually gonna, if you don't mind Ferris, pass this one off to him because he's more, he's actually focused a lot on the design Perfect. aspect of the bike. That'd be great. So sure. go for it. <laughs> I hope it happens. Um, so yes, it was one of the main, um, challenging part um of actually bringing a bicycle concept and kind of convert bicycle into uh, a vending card uh of course the first reason is the weight weight capacity um like putting an espresso machine and having an ability uh to carry 10 gallon of water and then you need also supplies cups coffee um and you know grinder and so on so we we took uh, it, it took us two years to design a, a concept a body itself we 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 failed uh we had a time when um, the entire frame was breaking into the pieces because it couldn't hold the amount of weight uh, but we we came we came to the point that um to build a heavy duty solid frame from stainless steel 100 percent 
uh, it's the way to go. And uh, we perfectly balance. The ratio is 50-50. Uh, um, so at, it's well balanced. It holds the weight and it holds the person. Um, and then, um, funny enough, uh, when we design a coffee bike, we realize it's really hard to pedal um, for the human being. Maybe the manpower will be enough, but if you will think um, the young lady, uh, will she will be able to actually pull this right. bike it's with, heavy. With, it's heavy. With, with espresso machine on top? That right. was a questionable for us. And we actually break this point as well by, by implementing uh, electrical e-bike power. And we actually connect this all together with our venting bike. And now our bikes are capable to go up to 15 miles on a single charge without even pedaling. So you don't wow. even have to pedal anymore. You just use a throttle mode. Uh, it's like a motorcycle um, type of uh, technique or a mode when you just put a full throttle and you go straight and it goes up to 20 miles per hour. Uh, it's very fun. And, you know, it's now it's, you know, it's pretty easy to, to move around. So if you, sure. for example, I personally drove all the way from Venice to Santa Monica. <laughs> and I didn't feel I was actually, you know, I didn't feel I was tired at all. Yeah, um, I I just recently did a bike tour on one of our trips, and we used these, uh, I'll call it powered bikes, and it was amazing. Like, I right. loved it. So I'm guessing similar technology here on the, the bikes that you have. It's pretty awesome. Exactly. So you've got, and, and, you're, and you know, you're in the product business, right? So you have a new product coming out, the Furla Cold Brew Bike. I like that name. Uh, talk about that and what makes it unique and why this is exciting for you guys. Sure. I will be happy to jump on it and maybe Katie yeah. um, <laughs> follow up. Um, so, you know, maybe you heard about the cold brew coffee. It's a big thing um, right now, especially in the United States. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely a healthier product uh, if you compare with uh, a regular classic espresso our coffee it has less acidity it has more caffeine and it's 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 truly more um healthier than a, just a regular coffee and of course we have to follow a trend nowadays uh people go for cold brew coffee especially they go for a nitrogen infused coffee which is a, a, it's pretty much it has such a smooth taste it people say uh, it's just an espresso with the milk, but actually we don't add a milk. The nitrogen makes this foamy and, um, you know, healthier taste to the coffee itself. Sure. So uh, by bringing a cold brew coffee bike was a really challenging for us, uh, but we made it happen. Wow. Uh, we actually uh, created a first in the world um, kegerator that powers mm. from the battery. Okay. And that we actually place again on the bicycle so now it's a self-contained it's it's a self-powered you plug and play you charge overnight for 15 hours you put a product which it could fit up to 13 gallon of the product and you can pedal around um around the area around the parks around the beach uh so 
that that that's how the idea came to us uh, to make it self-powered. So we uh, we want to forget about the dry ice. So we don't use a dry ice. Um, we don't use a generators, which again it's against the pollution. Um, so yes, that's that's our new project is coming up on um, crowdfunding platform really soon. We're hoping. Uh, we can launch this by November. So please, guys, <laughs> check it out, right? <laughs> so how do you go beyond the current um, geography where you are today? In other words, we have a lot of listeners all over in different places, not just in California. If there were someone interested in, in taking this product to their market, whether it be, let's say, Florida or Virginia Coast or Northeast, like how does that work? And how you guys thought about growing the business? Yeah, so we... We currently actually operate all around the world. Awesome. We market our product all around the world. We focus on the United States just because it's a little bit easier to do business domestically, you know, with um, sure. paying for uh, taxes, import costs, and um, customs, and all that good stuff, you know. <laughs> right, of course. But, um, but, but of course, we're still happy to accommodate cu- uh, customers in whatever country they come from. And we would love to see one. Our ultimate goal is just to see a furlough bike in every city, every major city in the world. So we actually offer a discount to everybody who has uh, or who lives in a city that doesn't yet have a furlough bike. Ah, I'll be the first we, one. Got it. Yeah. So varies, of course, bike to bike. But we will, if you want, reach out to us. We will check if we have one in your city, um, your major local region is kind of how we base it so like if you live in um i personally live in torrance california but if you count uh, the city los angeles of course we already have bikes here but let's say another place like um i think we have bikes in miami but miami could be a major city that we count and we'll check anyways we'll check for you see if we have a bike there and if not we are happy to offer you a discount so that you can be the first furlough bike in your city oh very cool i love it (laughs) well uh, that's great and then um uh, back over to ferris so you know you you've got a new company here a new business a lot of challenges go with it i think you highlighted one earlier which is just you know sometimes the initial product doesn't work right i mean bike you created initially just wouldn't hold the weight so what would be what would be one or two kind of big lessons learned you found in launching and growing this business that's a good question thank you justin uh so the main uh challenging and a good lesson was for me um at the house department which we um, had some challenging with um, simply because it's a new concept and it always are a challenging to create something new that never before was on the market. For example, uh, when we first launched um, our bicycle, our first bike, we, uh, I personally, I personally didn't uh, um, think twice about um licensing um our bikes so that was the main point we already designed we already started production and then then i went to a house department and say hey guys we have a great project here and actually i did follow the regulation but i didn't um consult with them i didn't ask them a question and they said well uh this is a really interesting concept however uh we never experienced we never uh we never actually uh checked we never actually went through every details of 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 your of your concept so 
we we know every policy for uh food truck we know for the vending carts pushing carts but we never actually uh saw something on the bike so uh we have to go into deep into it so when we start uh moving forward then they said this is not gonna work this sink is not gonna work we need this amount of water and you know we already start building we already actually almost uh, accomplish our batch um that was the main lesson for me because we had to redesign we had to change many features on the bike to make it actually um approved um talking back about uh cobra bike even though we had a pre-approved plan on the final inspection um we we had again very challenging situation when they ask us to modify a few elements of the bike um we had to came back we have to outsource and work with few different manufacturers in in united states to make this happen so um for me that was the main lesson that was the main um challenging and pretty much um when when you have a new product it's always hard to be the first one to break this sure sure no question Um, well, and to get your word, to get the word out, right? I mean, that's part of what this is all about: is getting the message out that you guys have this this product is an option. It's it's awesome. Absolutely, and thank you, Justin, for uh, talking about awareness about our product. This is actually our second uh, challenging um, part of our business. Again, it's a very new concept. Uh, many people uh, they never heard about us. It's funny enough we are getting um tons of emails when people say hey guys uh such a unique such a great product but we were actually looking for the food truck and then we find <laughs> you right so of course it will take some time for us uh we've been on the market for slightly more than two years for now uh i'm sure it will take um some extra some more time um to get a word out uh to get you know um, to get our name out there, sure, um, of course, and you know, I'm very, I, I will be very happy to see different concepts, different brands. Um, that you know, we're not trying to be just the one brand and cover all the cities, all the regions. I, I will be happy to see different brands bringing in new ideas, affordable ideas. We need something affordable. We need to change the game. No question. I love it. I love it. I think my favorite is the Furla Grand, by the way. The Furla Grand coffee bike is my favorite. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Well, listen, <laughs> um, before we go, guys, I want to give you a chance to to tell our audience how they can connect with you, how they can learn more about you guys and um, and check out your products. Yeah, definitely. Reach out to us at www.furlabikes.com and it's spelled F-E-R-L-A bikes. So that's Furla Bikes. And you can also find us on social media on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter under that tag, Furla Bikes, at Furla Bikes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Ferris and Katie, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I, I love this, uh, this venture. I love your products, and I'm excited to see you guys grow. And um, I can't wait to see your bikes out there. Yeah, thank you. We're, thank you, Justin. We're so excited to start growing even larger than uh, the growth we've seen so far. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Thanks so much. 
Thank you, Justin. Thank you. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.